Right? You don't know this song? That's because it's like from uh, a band from uh, Michigan called Alaska. Oh, you were showing me this band. Yeah, this band's really good. Right? Yeah. Isn't this like 2004? Mm-hmm. It's so great. I know, you showed me another song by them that I really liked. So good. So this is the Kevlo Podcast. Um, episode three. Episode three. This is going to be a quick one because we've been having technical technical difficulties up the ass. Oh, my God. Yeah. <sighs> we'll get through it. Yeah. And we'll do... <laughs> We're gonna try our best to not do once one once a month. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've been just crazy busy work and coming up with a good topic, and it's been all over the place. Yeah, um, it's pretty much just work, and then you come home, you want to sleep, you don't even want to yeah. do anything. I've got an Xbox One. I mean, that's gonna take up a lot of time. Yeah, Kevin's birthday happened. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, your birthday too happened. Yeah. We I think we, the last one we did was right before your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So happy birthday to you! And happy birthday to you! Oh, thank you! Aww. So let's just let's just dive right in. Dive right in. So let's we're talking see. about music today. This is a big, big, big thing uh, for our for us, you know, in our lives. And uh, but it's more specific. It is more it's specific. It's not just music in general. It's it's this whole vicious cycle of generational. What do you guys what you call it? Generational uh, disapproval of the new generation's music. That's a good way to put it. It is the most frustrating goddamn thing in the whole world. And this is, I mean, as a musician, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. Um, I think you notice it more than I do. I mean, I do notice it, but I think it bothers you more since you are a musician. Yeah, and like, more heated. well, it's like I'm part of that generation. So when people talk shit about, you know, a particular style of music that's popular right now or that's popular or music that I like that's really influenced me. Like Blink-182. I Blink feel like that's the biggest one. It know. is. Yeah, it is. Because people are so quick to write off that band, which, fine, whatever, write off that band, but don't demean what it means to me. Like, yeah. I have a Blink-182 tattoo. And it's not an obvious Blink-181, 81, oh, fuck me, Blink-182 tattoo. tattoo. Um, so when people ask what it is, I'm like, oh, yeah, it's because it's music notes. And uh, it's a Blink-182 song. It's going away to college. It's probably the reason why I play guitar and why I write songs and, and stuff like that. And then I just get that look, like that disapproval look and that little smirk. Ugh, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's so frustrating. That's the most annoying thing in the world. And I work with a bunch of musicians, so it's, like, even more frustrating because it's a lot of judgmental shit. But it's, like, don't dog on me because this band found me at the right time and is what's in, what influenced me, you know? It's, like, that's what's really frustrating is when you do that, you're mocking why I play music and mm -hmm. the feeling that I felt as a kid listening to that song and be and, and really just being able like well, this is what it is with Blink-182 they have a great pop sensibility 
And as a kid growing up, you know, a lot of things seem inaccessible. Uh, you know, being an actor seems inaccessible. It looks hard. You know, that looks, you know, the, so Blink-182 comes out. You're listening to Enema of the State. And you're like, hey, I could do this. This is something I could do and have fun doing. And and that's like started it all for me, you know. Um, so it's just so frustrating when people diminish that or try to diminish that just because, you know, it's not, excuse me, it's not their style of music or it's not, they feel it's inferior music. Yeah. It's so frustrating. And then with Bleak Mini 2, um, you like one of their most recent albums, right? Uh, the self-titled is my favorite. Yeah, and then people are like, it's not as good as the other Yeah, so like, people, yeah, so that's... Dude Ranch, is that the one? Dude that? Ranch or Fly Swatter. Yeah. Which, don't get me wrong, they're good for what they are, but... I feel like being a musician means that you evolve. So, you know, is it cool to play the same punk, you know, drum beat, but over and over, sorry, over and over again? I mean, cool. I'm sure that's great for some people, but for someone like me who hates playing the same thing over and over and over and over again, I'm gonna get tired of that. I'm gonna want to play something different, you know. And I feel like when musicians feel that way and they try that you know they do the serious album or they do the experimental album and people have such a backlash against it it's like jesus christ why would you want the same thing over and over again it's just it's just repetitive and then people complain about it being repetitive if they do do that oh they you know if they're not sellouts well they're not evolving you know or if they're evolving then they're sellouts and it's like it's just like a vicious cycle. It's so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it is. <clears throat> um, so it's kind of what spurred this about is, for me, um, is some of these guys, these musicians, these rock stars, quote unquote, that have been really outspoken about the current uh, lineup of bands and, and stuff like that, like people like... Uh, Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins and Corey Taylor from Slipknot. This, just these people that, I mean, I don't want to call them has-beens, but they've peaked already, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, lashing out at, like, new bands. Like, what the fuck are you doing? These are people that you influenced, and why are you talking shit on them? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. That, that baffles my mind. And, like, Billy Corgan is the biggest fucking asshole of all time, I feel. He's, he's trying to take credit for accomplishments that he didn't do. Like, he's, he's said stuff about Nirvana and how his era, era of music was the best and blah, blah, blah. And just like, Billy Corgan, you're just trying to stay relevant and be in the news. Just stop. <laughs> no one wants to hear your whiny voice anymore. <laughs> um, but then Corey Taylor first said that thing about Kanye West, which we've talked about before. Um, and then he said that um, metal musicians now, which I'm not a metal musician, I'll be the first to tell you that, but I feel for what, I feel for these new metal musicians because he said, you know, they don't, they don't appreciate the older stuff. No one cares about your influences and blah, 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 blah. Just kind of sound like an out of touch old man. And it's like, you know what? That's not true. I mean, you're not, you're, you're an outsider 
of uh, looking at these musicians, you know, from the outside. And it's just like, I mean, that's the first thing I talk about with people when we're discussing music and stuff, especially musicians. What are your influences? Because you want to see where the other person's coming from. And what's really cool is when you blend different influences, you know, uh, the people I'm jamming with now, they're, they have a more old school punk vibe. They're older guys. Um, so I'm bringing in this vibe, you know, this pop punk vibe, this emo vibe, and it's meshing really well. And we're getting a really cool sound and, and it's fun. It's fun to play and it's fun to mesh those styles and really to learn those styles. Like the, I learned some Misfits songs. I've never really listened to Misfits. I, I respect them for what they are and what they did. But learning that style has just been so fun, you know, and that's that's just what it should be about, you know, not tearing people down, but learning about other people because it's just way more fun that way. Um, I don't know, but I feel like I'm Bogarten. What do you think? I agree. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> With everything you said. No, you touched on a lot of the stuff already that I was just going to bring up, like the evolving versus selling out sort of thing. Cause mm -hmm. I know that we've had that discussion before and I know you feel very strongly about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, one band I wanted to bring up in particular, um, is brand new. Yeah. I think that they have such a strong following and that they've evolved a lot. I mean, they still have like the signature, like brand new sound, mm -hmm. but I don't know. I just really think that, people kind of appreciate how they evolved and they've never really been called you know sellouts, sellouts. Yeah. yeah which is so weird because like i feel like i feel like the definition of selling out is is producing something that you know will sell so if i'm blink 182 and enema of the state is you know the one of my highest grossing albums if I'm gonna sell out, I'm gonna make another enema of the state. That's gonna sound just like it, have the same lyrical content, um, that kind of thing. But if I'm tired of playing that shit, then I'm gonna do, you know, the self-titled album. You know, where it's completely different. You know, shift. Um, so it's a very thin line, but. I don't think people, I, th I think people think bands cross that line more than they actually do. Um, I think a good example of a sellout or a band that sells out is Nickelback. There's no evolution in sound there. They produce the same mediocre crap and you know, they, they go platinum every time, you know? So that's, that's a sellout band. They're not going to change that formula. Um, so, to compare other bands that we listen to and like, no. And then there's bands that I know I feel fail fail at it too. You know, they experiment and it's not good. I feel Taking Back Sunday has hit that mark. Uh, after mm -hmm. John Nolan came back, it wasn't that good. And I <sighs> they didn't did didn't they do that one live album right before that with Matt Fozzie? That was so good, so fucking good. And yeah. it, it really showcased. I feel Matt Fozzie, who had replaced Fred Mascherino. We're getting real deep in the TBS. <laughs> yeah, like Kev knows all the names. I'm just like, yeah. Um, no, but it, I mean, it really showcased his talent and what they could have been. And then said, I don't know, I feel like they took a step backwards. Maybe they sold out. I mean, they 
got the original lineup, which was that first album, which is good, but it's not as good as the second album. Not I, I feel it's not as good as the third album. And so they produced this one with the original, this album with the original lineup, and it's just not that good. And I didn't even bother bother with this last one that came out. I didn't listen to it at all. Just they had no desire. So there's been two albums since the original mm-hmm. lineup. There's oh, the wow. I think I it's a when they first got back together, it's self titled, and mm-hmm. then the second one's called Happiness Is dot dot dot. Never listened to Happiness Is. Mm. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would have known if you listened to it. Mm-hmm. You would have been like, babe, listen. Babe, listen, listen to this. A good example, too, is Say Anything. Uh, Max Bemis is not afraid to experiment. Yeah. And, and his fans hate it when they when he experiments. And I, I embrace it because I think it's great. Like, the last album was completely done with an, a strings, a quartet. I thought that was great. It sounded great. It was a unique, you know, thing. But every time that we go to the show, modern or oh, what do they say? Baseball, play base, baseball, play baseball, baseball. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ, that's I mean, so annoying. Yeah, I mean those songs are good, but I don't know. I I like to. I mean, you got to keep those creative as a creative person. Yeah, you got to keep those juices flowing and playing the same. Keep them flowing, my loins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, to do that, I don't know, I feel, for me, I have to try to play something different. You know, you don't want to fall into those same patterns. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's hard, like, especially when you really love a band or they have this really good album. Like, when, you know, Taking Back Sunday, they had a couple albums where it's like, you can listen to it all the way through. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, I don't know, I feel like as the album's went on it's like oh yeah just like a couple songs right. you know what i mean right but right. there's a couple albums like um from bands that i could just listen all the way through and those are like ones from like my high school days and mm-hmm. stuff i don't know about you but i feel like back then like yeah and i like I've, cds i could listen to just all the way i almost feel like too now i mean and maybe this is delving into the kind of thing that i hate <laughs> but now with this with iTunes and stuff like that, you know, the album's not as important as the single. True. So, I mean, it's almost like back in the 50s, you know, when radio was king, you have to have that hit single, and then, you know, you're going to make it, mm-hmm. you know, but almost less so because even if you have a hit single, you're not necessarily making it. Because um, I, I, I know what you mean, because it's, it's, like, it's like all filler, couple mm-hmm. killers you know yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then you know having itunes you can just be like well i just want to have these two on my yeah, phone exactly. you know <laughs> whereas before you, know, you had cds you know? you know an album i guess recently that we i feel like that we've downloaded that i really like all the way through are like the front bottoms yeah their albums are so good all the way through mm-hmm. just like every song on their album and and you know bands like that that's what these older guys are talking shit about mm-hmm. and it's like Front Bottoms is a really unique sounding band and their songs are great. And it's other, like, it's just so frustrating. <laughs> like, people are so quick to judge something they don't know just because it's new. Yeah. It's so annoying. And I think it's just so frustrating. And, like, I think a big part of that, too, don't get me wrong, I think he's one of the greatest people alive. Mm-hmm. And I think he's doing really important things for music. 
but Dave Grohl can be one of the most frustrating people mm-hmm. because he'll talk about him and Jack White, both of them, will talk about the dangers of technology and stuff oh. like that. But you've got to realize you can use that as a tool and you can be just as creative with, you know, not without a guitar. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, they're not just saying that they appreciate the way that things used to be done, but yeah. they're saying to warn people. Warn people. Yeah. I mean, there's okay. that famous quote that you'll see pop up on Facebook every once in a while where, you know, music is not American Idol and blah, blah, blah. blah. It's a good quote, but at the same time, who is he to judge what that means to people? You know what I mean? True. Maybe you've got someone that's listening, you know, someone like Ariana Grande, who's a very great singer. She's an awesome singer. I bet, I guarantee you she was watching, you know, American Idol and saw Kelly Kelly Clarkson and was influenced by it. Mm -hmm. You know, and regardless of how you feel about her, girl cannot enunciate to save her life but <laughs> like when she first came out i seriously thought it was a, a mariah carey song yeah i was like what i kind of liked it because it kind of took me back yeah to an older like, so it's like you can't make those assumptions about people because even the stupidest thing mm-hmm. can can influence someone that's important in you know in the industry and you i think you find that too a lot in comedy too like you know, you have someone that, you know, oh, I, you know, I love Austin Powers and, you know, now they're a big star. I, I don't have a example of who's like that. But, I mean, I feel like that could happen, you know. Wait, what? Someone who said, you know, Austin Powers, they're funny movies, mm-hmm. maybe not the most respected thing, mm-hmm. but there's probably someone that was influenced by Austin Powers and now is a big force in comedy or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's a poor example, but... I'm saying, I'm saying, (laughs) I'm just saying, you know, (laughs) something that might seem uh, fake or inorganic, like, you know, American Idol Mm -hmm. could influence someone that is organic. You know what I mean? That, that, that stirs an organic, unfake feeling in someone and says, I want to do this for my, you know, as a living. Yeah, and why would you downplay that? That thing, that's great. I it's like people are so quick to to shoot shit down. I think yeah. that's what's frustrating, because the minute you do that and you share that opinion, you could be turning away someone who could have been a really big rock star, a really yeah. important person, and that's what's really frustrating. Yeah, I think those people just feel so passionate about you know those topics. I yeah. guess. You know, but um, whereas people, uh, so like Jack White, he has this huge thing against, like, you know, against technology and digital and blah, 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 blah. But then he did like that title thing with Jay Z, which mm-hmm. failed miserably. But I mean, because it came off as a money grab, it came out off as selling out. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, title, I'm sure in theory was good for the smaller guy. But you had all these big names, Jay-Z, Kanye West, Nicki Minaj, Jack White, you know, fronting it, Taylor Swift. And you're like, these people have millions of dollars, more money than I can ever imagine. Do I really feel bad for them? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's frustrating. Um, one thing I was thinking of was, um, I know you like to be open to things and like we both like to be 
open to mm-hmm. bands evolving and shit like that. Uh, but one kind of way I notice that I'm kind of like, you know, kind of stuck in my way mm-hmm. <laughs> is when like I notice the other like pop goes punk stuff comes out like yeah. those albums and I don't know any of the bands on there and some of them kind of sound the same. Like, yeah, either the same or mm-hmm. it's just something I don't. I'm not interested in. <laughs> right. Don't want to but what, I, and I'm just like, it's not as good as, you know, right. The older ones or, you know, and that's, I mean, that, that nostalgia thing is, is a hard thing to kick. It is. But at the same time, I mean, there are bands when we were listening to growing up, you're like, Oh, every song sounds the same. This is not very good. You know, we, I feel like we recognize that mm-hmm. in, in, in even music that is part of our generation. Um, and I'll, don't get me wrong, like, there are shitty new bands out there. Yeah. Like, bands that I don't understand how they're popular. Hey, Kevin, someone could be listening to this, and you're just kind of putting them down. <laughs> I'm just kidding. There, there are bands that I don't like out there. <laughs> and I mean, I'll, I'm not, I mean, there's one band that I, I think of in particular that Tiny Moving Parts, have you heard that band? Mm-mm. Instrumentally, they're good. Don't like the vocals. Can't what get into it. What does it sound like if you it's can like, compare it to something? <laughs> It's like it's like Def Jam poetry, kind of to a melody, but it's still kind of talky. Interesting. The music's really good, like the actual instrumentation, but he does this thing where he yells and talks, and it's like I listened. I tried to get into it, couldn't do it. I have to listen to it after this. Yeah. Um, no, no, no disrespect to those guys. It's just it's not my thing, and and I try so hard to say you know, and I was this is a bad example, but I, was, I tried so hard to say, not, to not say, oh, this is a shitty band, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's just a way for me to say this is not my thing. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so like I I try to because you know I don't want to disrespect someone's talent or. Or something like that, because I'm sure people will say the same thing about me. Yeah. Oh, Kevin's really shitty. He's not that good, you know. But don't say that. I mean, I have some talent there. I know that, you know. Um, so to say it's not my thing, which is something I struggle with every day. And uh, yeah, I think that's a part of just being creative and putting it out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like you know, some celebrities. It may be like you know. Not everyone's going to like me. Right. But, like, you know, you have a lot of, I feel like, fans in a sense. Like, you know, a lot of people that really think you're super talented. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you may post a video on YouTube and someone may say something. <laughs> that I'm homeless. <laughs> Is that what they said? Remember that? I posted that song and the guy said. I remember someone said something negative. I just couldn't think of what it was. Mm-hmm. First, it was an original song. And he first said that it was a nice cover. And then he said, because I was playing my vintage Gibson LG1, which is like my workhorse guitar, so it ha- it's worn and torn, which mm-hmm. and it looks beautiful. Um, so he said, I should get a new guitar. Yeah. <laughs> and I should get a haircut, because I had a big beard at the time. And it was just like the weirdest things to criticize me about. Like, what is wrong with you? First of all, you said it was a good song. Your socks are too long. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's a great song, but your look is just 
terrible. <laughs> like, who are you, an A and R guy? Like, what yeah. is that? What are you talking I about? Those are, there's those people that like kind of troll the internet and just mm-hmm. fucking comment on every goddamn thing and feel like they have to put their opinion out there. Yeah, and that's another frustrating thing is people yeah. feel like they need to share their opinion, which is very new to our generation with Twitter, Facebook, Twitters. YouTube, Twits. <laughs> with the Twits. With the Twits. Um, so that's frustrating too. So I almost feel like, you know, no one's going to listen to that. But if it's not, if you don't like it, don't comment on it. And there's, you know, friends of mine that are guilty of doing that. I'll post something. You know, I'll post something about Blink-182 and some people <laughs> on my friends list are quick to say, yeah. yeah, they're not that good. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, are quick to, to say something dude negative. Ranch. Yeah, <laughs> dude, ranch. <laughs> Um, so that's really frustrating. So frustrating. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. Okay, so what are we, 25 minutes in? Yeah, I mean, we got time for a top five. Top five. Top, 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 top five. Top five. Top, 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 top five. <laughs> it was an <laughs> air horn. get that, yeah. yeah. Um, so our top five going on with the music theme. Um, top five songs to listen to when you're sad. Um, I thought this was a tough one. It to was. Go I, w- I was pretty good up until my last song. I couldn't think of my last song, um, but I'm I'm pretty good. I've got a good list. For me, this is really hard because I'm like I don't really get sad too often anymore. Mm. And I f- so I feel like a lot of these songs come from like my high school days. High school. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I I feel like I either listen to your to your music. Or these songs that I'll, you know, I'll mention. Or I just watch TV or something. Right. Or hold Frida. I, the, <laughs> actually, uh, the, no, I think I haven't really listened to music in the car for a, a while because we've been, I've been listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, but actually, I did that the other day. I was like, oh, yeah, music while driving is great. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, one of top songs to listen to when you're sad. You want to start us off? I'll start us off. So something that I like to listen to when I'm sad is uh, Brothers on a Hotel Bed by Death Cab for Cutie. Is that on yours? Oh, shit. <laughs> no, I have marching bands of men. Oh. <laughs> Same I was good. Yeah, Same I was going to check, yeah. check that one off or put the Brothers on a Hotel Bed. But I was like, I was listening to the album because I was like, there's something on that album that I listen to mm-hmm. to kind of, it kind of matches like my mood. For me, it's a tie between that one and what Sarah says. Yeah. Or what Sarah said. Um, both songs. Oh, I, that's a good one. I remember, like, I think this, that album this is really going to be really, really gay. But um, when you were in NAU and I would get sad, I would drive around and listen to sad music. Like, nowhere to go? You just, <laughs> yeah, just drive around. Park in a circle K and then it's <laughs> so gay. But I would. And this was one of the songs I would listen to. I know. And I would sing them very loudly. Did you really? Yeah. <laughs> like Tears in my eye. Cry. <laughs> Don't you remember? Tommy Boy reference. Tommy Boy. I just, <laughs> just recently saw that movie. So Shame that it took good. you that long to watch it. It's good. Your turn. R.I.P. Chris Farley. Um, <laughs> what? That's Marching Bands. Marching Bands, Manhattan. Yeah, just that album. Yeah, that I album's used, great. It just reminds me of like high school listening to it, like right before going to bed or just like in my room <laughs> in the dark <laughs> just listening to that album i listened to that album and then um the angels and airwaves album oh the first one 
Yeah. That one's that one. Yeah, I would listen to that one in the dark. <laughs> that's a <laughs> good like, album to listen to. In think the dark. about my feelings. Yeah, that's a good album to do that too. Mm-hmm. So it's like at- atmospheric and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my second one, I, you might have this one because I think we've talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, you hold me down by Motion City soundtrack. <gasps> no. No. Damn it. <laughs> that's a good one because right? that is one where I'm like, you <laughs> hold like, me down. Yeah. Hold <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like, yeah. I mean, a lot of my songs are too like from high school. In that's my, a good one. Yeah, I, that's a great song. Yeah. That's an underrated band for sure. For sure. What's your second okay. one? I have uh, "Island" by The Starting Line. Oh, remember that time we sang it really loud mm-hmm. on the freeway? Yes. That's one of my favorite moments of us. It reminds me of driving to school with my brother. Mm-hmm. So I, I get real nostalgic. So do you? When you're not driving to school, but driving to work. My brother used to drop me off um, when I was working at IMAX. Mm-hmm. He would drive me, <laughs> drive me to work, and we would listen to that song. So the two songs that you listed aren't very sad songs. No, it's so kind of weird. Like I don't listen to sad music sad, when you're sad. Sad music. I kind of listen to more, I guess, motivational or like it's gonna be okay. Oh, or, gotcha. you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm the exact I try opposite. to trick myself. <laughs> I think it's just like I. I don't know. I don't like to get too sad. Like I'm already a, a sensitive person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kind of like you know what I mean. We'll have to do a podcast on this, but like movies. Like there's some people that really like these like depressing I movies, can't do it. and it makes me feel so depressed that I. I hate the way I feel afterwards. <laughs> right. So I'm like, I can only watch that movie once. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. But there's some people that like like thrive off of it and they're like, oh, you know, it was so sad. It was so good. Yeah, it was a good good movie, but fuck. I don't want to I mean, like, those are movies you can off, I can only watch once. Yeah. Like sometimes we can Kevin will watch a sad movie and then we're like, fuck, let's watch something funny. Like, yeah. Or like <laughs> let's watch spirits. someone kill someone like in an action movie, God yeah. Lord! Like, let's watch a cooking show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's, let's think about food. <laughs> okay. Uh, what was your? Oh, that was Island. Yeah, so Island my, by uh, the starting line. My third one is um, "I Have Loved You Wrong" um, by this them. Swell Season. Ooh, that one. I had a feeling you were going to choose a Swell Season or a Glenn Hansard song. Glenn Hansard song. Um, so that song. Uh, this can get really, really sad, but that song. Uh, when my um, tearing up already uh, when my Nana died and I had to drive to Globe uh, I just put my iPod on and that was the first song that came on and it just reminds me of that kind of time period mm-hmm. and, and uh, very sad very very sad you were really sad around that time um, so it's understandable so anytime you know I you know I think of my Nana I'll play that song that's a really really good song and uh, Marquetta is the lead on it, not Glenn Hansard. Oh, yeah, I like her voice. It's really pretty. It's really. I pretty. think I'd know it if I if you played it for me. Yeah, I've played but it before. I just don't know their their song titles. Mm-hmm. No, I've played it. You've definitely heard it before. It's good. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Whew. No. Snap Okay, so my next song. <laughs> now I'm looking at my list. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Well, I noticed it when I was like writing it. I'm like, what the hell? Like these aren't really sad, but they're 
But if there's songs that you listen to while you're sad, that that counts. Or they just like, and it's like it's not even like when I'm sad. It's more like when I'm having a bad day. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I want to listen. to this. Just this one song. of those days that a girl goes through. <laughs> um, but I chose "Float On" by Mod- Modest Mouse. That's a good one. List too when you're like yeah. having a shitty day. Right. Yeah, that's a good. One. I guess this is more of my list when you to have a shitty day. Yeah. I put a bunch on the side I'll go through afterwards <laughs> and I'm like, should I put this one? <laughs> you know me, I'm so indecisive. I can't even make a top five list. Uh-huh. Okay, what's your next one? My next one is Beaches by the Abbott Brothers. Uh, Be- Beaches the movie? Beaches <laughs> the, <laughs> the movie. soundtrack. The, sound- the soundtrack. The wind beneath my wings. <laughs> soundtrack to Beaches. Um, <laughs> no, that song, that song is like, you know, like when you have a good cry. Beaches by who? The Abbott Brothers. Oh yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. When you have like a good cry and then you go <sighs> like that, you have mm-hmm. like that sigh after a good cry. That's what the song is. <laughs> it's just like that sigh, yeah. like that depressed. <sighs> like yeah. your voice like shakes a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. Beaches by the Avid Brothers. Um, are you done with that? I'm Sorry, done. Sorry, I didn't mean to just like cut you off. Uh, I have Lana Del Rey, but I didn't choose a song. <laughs> just anything by Lana Yeah, because I was like, she's real kind of like... All of her music's really sad. Isn't it? Yeah, it So is. I'm like, I just have Lana Del Rey. <laughs> Blank by Lana Del Rey. Well, I was thinking um, that Young and Beautiful mm-hmm. song, because like, when it was in The Great Gatsby, I was oh. like crying. I'm like, <laughs> and then now when I listen to it, I'm just like, Kevin, will you love me? But it just makes you like it just has such a sad like I don't know. It's it just sounds like so sad and mm-hmm. it's 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 really a beautiful song though. She I has like that the way, way that with, she sings with it. songs yeah. is you know, she she's very like melancholy and like somber yeah of like toned her music, which is like it's good. It's really good. I wasn't a fan at first. I know, L'Oreal kinda turned us on to her, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. First, we're like, yo, what's wrong with her? Well, it was because the first time that I ever really listened to her was when she was on SNL and she played that video game song. Oh, yeah. And I was like, just like walking. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, because we were listening to the lyrics. We're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) But now we're we're fans. We're fans. We're good. Um, So, my fifth one, I had the hardest time thinking of the fifth one, but. Right. I, f- I finally thought of it. It was a song that I listened to a lot while you were gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kind of, it was like a point in my life where I felt like I didn't have any friends. And mm-hmm. my life was just going to school and com- and working and coming home. Um, and it was like really like, I don't feel this way now, but like I missed like high school and having that like social interaction mm-hmm. with people and stuff like that. Um, so it's, uh, I can't remember what's I think it's called Where My Mouth Is by Taking Back Sunday. It's on that that album uh, right before, right after Fred Mascherino left. So the one mm-hmm. with Matt Fozzie. Um, it's like an acoustic song. And uh, it's just like, there's like lines in it or like I really connect with and I'm like, <laughs> Damn, you listened to a lot of music while I was gone. I did. I was a, I was a little emo kid when you were gone. Yeah. Yeah. I was too, but I I think I. You worked out. I didn't work out. I worked out my feelings. You did. I didn't. I just ate my feelings. <laughs> <laughs>
I have the boy that blocked his own shot. For Brandon. I was thinking of that song too. Right? It was tough. It was tough. I'm like, oh. it just makes. That's it... a beautiful song. Yeah, I think that was one that I listened to when I was at like NMU. Yeah. There's a couple, but that was that one. Just it makes me feel. I'm not as good as expressing what these like how these affect me <laughs> as you are. Like you have like, you know, like when you bite into a crisp apple and it feels good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did I, did I, say that? I said that, didn't I? I no, did. but you're like when you take a deep breath. And you <laughs> <laughs> and I thought like, that I'm, was a good explanation for that. Song. It is, yeah. but I'm just saying I don't have that, that way of expressing myself. Mm. I'm just kind of telling you what songs I pick. You're a very st- stoic person. I am. No. <laughs> You're better at expressing yourself than you think you are. Oh, thanks, babe. Mm. Thanks, oh, babe. Thanks, babe. Thanks, babe. Um, <laughs> can I tell you the couple that um, I wrote down on the side? Yeah. That I, I was going to put into the list, but I couldn't quite. I put, um, it was a good day by Ice Cube. <laughs> 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 but I was like, that's not sad. But I listened to that when I like want to make myself feel better, like. So I didn't have to use my AK. Yeah. It's a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> there are mean bitches everywhere. I didn't have to kill a single one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but sometimes, like, I think I listen to a lot of, like, 90s, like, R&B or hip-hop to kind mm. of put myself in a better mood. So, you, I mean, you listen to, when you're sad, you listen to music that makes you feel better. Yeah. And I listen to sad music that just deepens the spiral. <laughs> So. <laughs> no, but you know you feel yeah. better after you listen to the song, especially if you're driving around at night <laughs> and you sing those songs very loudly. Yeah, feel good. You release all your yeah. sadness. Like when I would drive home after mm-hmm. visiting you at NAU, I would blast, blast, Dashboard Confessional. Oh, <laughs> which is like the emoest thing I've ever said in my life. But it's that's true. a good one to blast. Yeah, I like um. The Under Oath Chasing Was it Chasing My Own Safety? Something like that, yeah That album's a good one To like Mm -hmm. blast and sing really loud Mm -hmm. Um, I put Discovering the Waterfront By Silverstein Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah That's a good one That's Uh, a good one I don't know There's a lot of songs Oh, Bound to Happen By The Spill Canvas That's a good That's one Spill Canvas is a big one for you Yeah, Yeah That one like I've I've cried and listened to this <laughs> <laughs> Especially that's probably I I don't know why I didn't put it on here, but that's probably one of the biggest bands I listened to and like kind of cried to, you know, not only in you high school but when I could tell you cried a lot. Oh man, so that was that was a good list. That I, was a good list. I think yeah. we were successful. Let's see. Let's try that. Ready? Uh, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, that was a good high five. All right. Out the first <laughs> no, we'll keep it in there. Uh, so this was the third episode of the Kevlo podcast. Please, please email us at kevlopodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Tell us what your favorite songs to listen to are when you're sad. Um, any suggestions on shit you want us to talk about. Um, and yeah, just let us know what you think. Uh, Check us out on iTunes iTunes, uh, SoundCloud Mm -hmm. Um, And also, yeah, hit that subscribe button And then uh, Lorena Mia Underscore? No, just Lorena Mia Lorena Mia For my Instagram and my Twitter (laughs) (laughs) 
Celsius. And that's my Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you. Kevin, C as in the ocean, S-E-A underscore is my Instagram and Twitters. Um, Twitters. Twitters. Um, but yeah. Check out uh, my podcast with Francie, the Shat Podcast. Shat Podcast. We're on SoundCloud and I don't think we're on iTunes yet. I'm working on it. Okay. For whatever reason, doesn't like your profile picture. Oh, I don't know. We're too hood. Too hood. Yep. So that was it. Let us know what you think. Have a great day. That was weird. Great day. <laughs> Have a nice time. <laughs>